So what if I were to tell you that you could get your prayers answered every time you pray? Like every time you pray, you know you're going to get an answer. Well, that is possible. We're going to talk about it today and amen, Brother Ben. All right, so it's episode 52. Uh, we're in a, a new little uh, rabbit trail of talking about prayer on Sunday, and you can go back and watch the sermon if you missed it. Um, but I talked about the seven prayers that we should be praying for our church. There's really more than that, and that's where we're going this week. We're wanting to make sure that we can pray biblically for our church. And I know that a lot of you that uh, listen to this podcast do have a church. It may not be our church, but... Um, a lot, I I do this and I make this kind of, uh, targeted at praying for the church because the church is always meant to be a part of God's plan for you as a Christian. Like the Christian life is, is not meant to be done alone. So that's why you need a church. And also it's not meant to be done in your own power. And that's why we need prayer. And so we want to combine those two things here and be praying for our church Um, because again if you're doing Christianity without Christ without praying and act and and getting God's guidance and God's empowering you you're doing it wrong it's not going to work it's not designed to work that way and so uh, yesterday we talked a little bit about praying praying for your leaders and uh, thank you for those that have been doing that I've actually had a couple people uh, message me uh, with encouragement and prayers. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, and it's, it's a blessing to me, but also today I want to, I want to answer this call. I kind of teased it at the outset that did you know that you could pray and get answered every time? Like if, if I, if you knew that there was a way for you to pray that would get a yes, every time you do it, then you would do it. Right. I would assume I would, well, because I read verses like Matthew 18, 19 and 20, that says, uh, if two of you here on earth agree concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. I'm like, oh, word? Anything? Or First John 5 is another one that, depending on the translation, can be tricky. Uh, but the NIV and the NLT uh, are pretty clear about this. It says, this is the confidence that we have in approaching God. It's First John 5, 14 and 15, that if we ask anything According to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. Jesus said it himself in John 14. He says, uh, you can ask anything in my name and I will do it so that the son can bring glory to the father. So it sounds like if you read these verses without context and, 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 you know, focusing in on certain verses, you're going to say, really? Anything I ask for? All right, well, let me get cracking here. Lord, I need a bigger house. I need a nicer car. I need a better paying job. I need, you know, my crush to actually know that I exist. I I, I need all these things, because, and I'm just going to ask them, and you are going to give them to me, right? That's what you said you would do. But we forget um, some little, little uh, important parts of the puzzle here um what did what did jesus say he says i'll do whatever you whatever you ask in my name meaning under his power and under his 
plan and look at the results so that the father may be glorified in the son. So there's a motivation to Jesus saying yes to your prayers or to the father saying yes to your prayers. It's in his name, meaning it falls under his plan. It falls under who Jesus was and is uh, as, a, as a savior and as a, as, as a king. Uh, and also with the outcome that the father may be glorified in the son. So if you're asking for something that is, does not, you know, and by the way, you can't just say, uh, in Jesus name, bring me a pool in Jesus name, bring me riches, bring me power, bring me success. That's because in Jesus name being means, uh, under his will in accordance with his plan so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. God is not going to grant something to you that is not going to bring him glory. It sounds selfish. It's really not. God is the only one that needs to be glorified. When God is glorified, then everything is is as it's supposed to be. The reason why it's selfish for us to be uh, doing things for our own glory is because we are not God. So don't make sure you don't read that wrong. You know, I, I heard somebody tell me that they used to believe uh, in the Bible, but then they read stuff like Psalm 37, 4. It says, take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And this person wanted a kid so bad. They wanted to have a baby, and they did not get it. And they are like, the Bible is a lie because he hasn't given me the desires of my heart. And I was like, well, whoa, 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 whoa now. Look at the qualifier in Psalm 37. Take delight in the Lord. That doesn't mean just go, yay, Jesus. It means that you take delight in the things that God is and that God does. That means you align yourself. Uh, Other translations say delight yourself in the Lord or uh, do what the Lord, the contemporary English version of that verse says, do what the Lord wants. Seek your ha- or good news translation says, seek your happiness in the Lord. Meaning what? Meaning that if you will seek, if you will say, God, it's up to you, and I will find my my uh, happiness and my joy and the desire. The desire of my heart is you. And if you do that, God is going to answer yes all the time because He wants to do His will. And so we need to kind of rethink how we do this. And this is something that. Uh, the fellas uh, of Freedom Family Church have been getting together on Mondays for a powerful time uh, of considering God's word in this book uh, that we're reading called uh, Experiencing God. And one of the biggest themes of that book is aligning yourself with God. And so, again, we misread these these verses to think that this is some fairy godmother uh, fairy tale um, where where God gives us what we want. Guess what? The human the, the Bible also says that the human heart is wicked and deceitful and and is above all else that's what it is. And so why would God give us the desires of that heart when he can really give us the desires of a heart that is aligned with his? And so if you want your prayers answered every time, pray God's will. Pray that that God will help you to delight in him, to take your joy in him. Uh, uh, to do things in his name and for his will and for his glory so that whenever you ask that you will get an uh, 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 I'm doing a little thumbs up here in the studio you'll, you'll get an a-okay because God is in control and and so 
it's kind of, it feels like cheating sometimes like right like like oh did uh did dwight howard really win an nba championship because uh you know he it really was lebron and, and dwight got on board right well it's it's kind of the same way uh when it comes to god's answered prayers look we can't do it by ourselves, but we can experience victory we can experience happiness we can experience uh delight and contentment and we can experience answered prayers every time if we will take delight in God, if we will put our hope in God, if in his name we do all these things. So that's that's it. I mean, again, I know you're going, oh, I thought you were going to give me the, the magical prayer incantation. And if I just got on one leg and held my foot and pointed to the sky, God would give me everything I want. That's not how he works. And the sooner we understand that, the sooner we crucify and get rid of our wicked hearts and align ourselves with his will, knowing that it's going to turn out better, knowing that his thoughts are above our thoughts and his ways are above our ways, then the quicker we can get to that joy, to that completion, to that holiness that he's calling us to. That's amen, Brother Ben, for today. Get out there and pray God's will. That's my assignment for you. If you're praying today, yeah, maybe before you start praying, ask God to help you delight in him, help you to submit to his will so that when you're praying, you're praying his will and not your own. By the way, Jesus prayed that prayer in the garden before he died a painful death. He says, not my will, but yours. So what makes you think that's not our prescription for prayer as well? 